Okay, so uh, welcome to episode 30 of Stat Rats podcast. This is the podcast for intense discussions on meaningless questions. Uh, my name is Jacob. I am joined, as always, by my brother, Ethan. Ethan, say hi. What's up? And uh, <laughs> there's a lot of lag on this Zoom call. And uh, and my friend, David. David, say hi. What's happening? Uh, how's everyone feeling? We're in uh, the heat right now, I feel like. We're in yeah. the middle of the heat. We're in the middle of the virus. Um, it is warm. I thought it was supposed to be, like, storming this weekend. There's supposed to be, like, a tropical storm, but, uh... I saw that, too. Must have missed us, because it's been beautiful weather. I think there's been a lot of, like, 30-minute showers, like, intermittent thunder showers type shit. Mm. Um, I, uh... Unfortunately, my pool is currently not really operational. There was a lot of algae growth, and we had to, like, get stuff for it. So it's like gonna be fine, but right now it looks a little green, and I just wish that it wasn't. It's really where I'm. Uh, at. Yeah, th- that's gonna grow more in the sun too, but I'd watch out for that. Yeah, I've I've seen quite a few TikToks of people uh, cleaning their pools like that. Um, just saying, you might have a a million like uh, idea in your hand there. Maybe that's the play. <laughs> Honestly, I I know this has been going around, but the frogs have been really big on TikTok, so. If you get any frogs in there, I think that that'll be a good play for you as well. I don't think we have any frogs yet, but... All right, well, I don't like them, so if I see any, you can come here and take them. <laughs> I don't want them. Um, let's dive right into the numbers this week, because I think I have good ones. So the matchup this week is... Are there more... So this was for last year. Are there more shark attacks in a year? Or species discovered? Like, brand wow. new species of whatever. So, uh, this was for 2019. How, were there more shark attacks last year, or were there more species discovered by scientists? Um, and I think I got pretty good sources for these. I'm, I'm going to say that for shark attacks, they, you, they categorize them as unprovoked and provoked. I, we're only looking at unprovoked, because I don't think provoked counts. If you're, like, poking a shark, it's not really... Right. You're looking for that, you know? That's not an attack. That's, uh, that's You're an cool. idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to victim blame, but in this yeah. in this it seems appropriate. Yeah, don't 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 provoke a shock. It's <laughs> rule number like two of the ocean. Right. Um, um and the species includes um plants and animals. Plants and organisms, whatever. And both of these yeah. numbers are you're looking globally, right? Worldwide, yeah. Worldwide, yeah. Um well, I think my automatic uh, guess is going to be species. Um, I feel like everybody knows okay. that like sharks are one of those animals that everybody thinks attacks a lot, but it's actually not really the case. Do you know what I mean? It's like we just watch Jaws one too many times and we're afraid of sharks. But um, And yeah, and they're really the victims in anything because we slaughter them by right. the, the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, of literally just for their fins sometime for soup and stuff. But um. You know, I, I think that species is one of those things, especially if you're talking about plants, like the minute differences to like categorize a new species, I feel like means that they have quite a, quite a number of species that are discovered every year. But I think it's definitely... Yeah, David, what, what's your take? I agree completely with Ethan. I was going to say the exact same thing where it's like, it's not a species like, oh yeah, they found a new rhino. It's like they found some new species of like microorganism that lives in whatever like type of water and 
you've never heard of it and you never will hear of it but there's like 150 of them found a year and then shark I will attacks say, i'll say think about think about the fact also that so i think the species thing when you're looking at it right you always hear you know we've only explored x amount of the ocean we've only explored x amount of the amazon so there's like you know hundreds of thousands of species or like millions of things that we, we've never found yet um but it's always shit that we've never found. So I don't I don't know how much prior to this I don't know how much expo- exploration actually goes on. Right. So something to think about. I still think it's species. You think and it's I species? And I also I also agree with Ethan's assessment that shark attacks are something that everyone's like, "Ooh, don't get bit by a shark." But sharks only attack you if they're hungry or you're antagonizing them. So Yeah, I think I think what's going to be hard about this question is probably going to be the numbers. Um, yeah, where, I, where are you guys going for the numbers here? I mean, honestly, maybe I'm underestimating shark attacks, so I'm guessing they're like 50 a year. <laughs> and I think okay. that they're like, and I think that they're like 150 species that get discovered every year. I don't think either of these numbers are very high. David, what about you? I feel like you normally... Uh slant towards the higher side yeah of i was because i was thinking that's got to be low um so i <laughs> think they're both in the hundreds i don't think they're either of them are in the thousands but i think they're both in the hundreds so i'll say like i'll say 150 shark attacks and like 175 species oh you're going you're going close though on them close yeah all right um i have the answer ham right to give you guys the answer you wanted now sure <laughs> You guys are both correct. Yes. Um, there are more species... Dis- oh, there were more species discovered in 2019 than there were shark attacks. Um, unprovoked shark attacks. If you add in the provoked shark attacks, which is less, it does go over the amount of species. Okay, so it is So that's close. why I had to make that distinction. They are very close. So okay. there were 71 new species discovered. There were in oceans, or three oceans, five continents, caves, forests, obviously the ocean... Um, there were flowers, fish, corals, spiders, ants, lizards, and animal, other animals and plants. So that was 71. Okay. Um, that feels reasonable. Yeah, which is lower than I would have thought, honestly. Yeah, I'm not um, surprised by that number. I was kind of looking at, at mammals, and mammals was lower than that, too. And I was like, if they find that many new mammals, like you would think they would find a lot more plants. But Right. Um, shark right. attacks, there were uh, 64 unprovoked shark attacks, 41 provoked. Jeez, we're such yeah. idiots. Humans, the worst. <laughs> so that's 105 total. Um, but yeah, we're just looking at unprovoked. Do you want to guess where leads in shark attacks? America. Uh, America, always number one. <laughs> Let's go. Either either Australia or South Africa. Those are my two okay. guesses. I guess if I have So to. it is the US. Ah, the US had, out of these 64 one, unprovoked... This is for unprovoked. Out of these 64 uh, 64 unprovoked, 41 of those were in the US, 11 were in Australia, 2 were in the Bahamas, and then all the others were like 1. You know, it's like random things here and there. Um, It is lower, actually, though, than the the previous 5-year average. So if we're actually looking at the average number of shark attacks, there are um, more shark attacks than species. But we weren't doing averages. Um, They're they're normally 82, or they were for the 5 years before. That's a rolling average. So, okay. these are close, close numbers, eh? 
I like that yeah, we, I, was... uh, I like we took a turn from uh, the really big numbers because sometimes we get to numbers that are so high it's like hard to even imagine except in you know in terms of swimming pools. So uh, I'm glad well... that we got to some low numbers this week. And because of that, I thought, like, I was very scared that we were going to answer this question and Jacobs was going to be like, yeah, there's actually, like, 2,000 new species discovered every single year. And I would have been like, how? How? I, I thought that there may have been more shark attacks. Like, I know that they're less. And I was like, it's either, like, there's 17 or there's, like, 170. I, I was like, it's one of those. I didn't think it was in the middle. Um, but maybe I'm thinking of, like, there were 17 shark attacks, yeah, like, in Australia or whatever, like, in one place. But... Yeah, the sharks are our friends. We should... Uh... Fish are friends, not food. Exactly. Bruce said it first. Yeah, we should uh, maybe not eat them as much and, and you know, chop up their uh, fins and shit like that. Yeah, we're a pro-nature podcast. Uh, pro big shark tail fan, if anyone... I don't know, David, are you into shark tail? I don't think I was ever a shark tail guy. Whoa. Not that I'm anti-shark tail by any means. I just, you know, I don't have a lot of experience with it. I recommend you watch it. It's honestly a really good watch. It's really it funny, is. and it's the thing too is like it's bizarro. It's the like the world that they set up is great. It's like it's the Fast and Furious world. It is they do so much world building in like an hour and a half. Okay, I'll have to check it out. The world, like um... Ethan, Ethan, you're cracking up. I feel like you are thinking about this. Yeah, I mean, I love I love Shark Tale. It really is like it's like an allegory of people. <laughs> It is. There's like, David, there's like a, a fish. It's like, you know how in B-movie, um, there's like a B-Larry David, and like, right. they exist their own world. There's like Katie Current does the news. Um, <laughs> there's, I don't remember what the Coca-Cola brand is called, but there's like, there's all of the brands are there, like, in their like, spin-offs. Okay. Like, Gap is called, uh, like, Gup or something like that, or, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Right, a lot yeah. of bad fish puns. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. it's full Lots of that. Of fish okay. It's uh, it's Will Smith, Angelina Jolie, uh, Renee Zellweger. I think Robert De Niro is in it. Um, it's uh, it's stacked up actually. Okay. There's, there's even a mafia element of it. So, you know, it's really got all all of life. Oh, it's a big mafia movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think that could be another thing that the the pod should talk about more is Shark Tale. Yeah. Shark Tale. <laughs> If you haven't seen it, like you should go watch it. It's an hour and a half of your time. Like, what are you, what are you doing with your week anyway? Just go no, watch it. Yeah, right? uh, just... I, th- I thought you were gonna say we should do more mafia stuff, which I'm also in for. Like, if you guys want to just like start a mob, <laughs> I would. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how easy it's gonna be in quarantine, but uh, we can try. I don't know. Maybe let's focus on trying to get the podcast off the <laughs> off the ground <laughs> one year out. <laughs> five year plan. You know? Start a mob. Yeah, yeah, five year plan. I like that. Yeah. Um, Ethan, do we want to just go into the number that you had? Uh, yeah, we can do that right now. Um, so for this number, uh, I got to give a shout out to my roommate Pablo who gave me this number. Um, so this is kind of going back to our roots here. Um, so it's uh, it's I have two questions about the Ford Model T. Um, and so my two questions are: you guys know that was you know the first uh real car came out in nineteen oh eight. So that car, what was its top speed, and what was its like miles per gallon? If you could guess either of those things, I also want to know how many gallons it could hold. Like, how far could it go on like one thing of gas? Right, one tank. I think I might be able to find that number. But top yeah, I have speed? at least those two numbers. Yeah, your top speed 
on your miles per gallon. How fast do you think people were going on like horses and carriages, David? Like on like one, like you know, an average speed. Right, like if you're just on horseback. Yeah, generally, you know, like I I know you can go fast, but like, what's like a normal pace? You think? Well, I think that like yeah, like a horse can go really fast, but if you're traveling from point A to point B. If you have a carriage behind you, it's not like bolting off with that. Right. They're not like they weren't sprinting from A to B. They were like in a like a nice brisk trot. Well, do you think people were taking horses to work? Right. Like they were commuting in. Yeah, I guess they probably were. I also I know that there was a concept of like your horse would like get to like there was like horse stations where you like get somewhere and like let your horse rest, like wash it down and then go Mm -hmm. again. Like a stable like a long or something, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Like the BP gas at the side of the highway. Uh, right. I don't. <laughs> they, had a, they had a subway there too. I don't have any. The way you think they bought their cigarettes? We go, but. What up, Ethan? Um. No, no. no I was saying, what else do you think they buy their cigarettes? They've got to go to the corner store. True. Yeah, they do need to like. They probably, if you were stopping, you probably had to get like more cocaine. <laughs> uh for the cold, you know, you're just, you're just following your doctor's medication, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, this is not, I don't think this is controversial. This <laughs> is, uh, this is medicine. So, I mean, um, I think horses, in order to be, like, to work, they had to be faster than, like, just a, a good distance runner, right? Oh, uh, I'm gonna look yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so, like, they had to run faster than, like, I think, six, Ethan, look up how fast did a carriage go. You, you've it. seen what? seven miles per hour yeah on average over the course of a long journey i feel like seven miles an hour a little bit faster than that so like 10 for a horse 10 well let's think about it like yeah i I, that seems yeah that seems pretty fast actually yeah for a horse about 10 the car must Um, be going it's got to be pushing 45 right the mod the first car yeah I think it was slower than that. I think it was like 30 marginally faster than a horse. I'm trying to think how fast my scooter goes and if I think it went faster than my scooter. So I just have, I just looked up the uh, average speed of a horse drawn carriage. Thank you, Cora, for having these answers. Um, it's 15 miles per hour. So you guys are pretty close. Yeah. Oh, they were booking it. <laughs> okay. So they, they had some speed. So yeah, I mean, I think cars were probably like 30. 18 miles an hour. I want to go high. I want to go 30, 30, like top speed. We're going top speed, right? This is top speed. Yeah, like David. Pedal too. to the metal. Maybe it could like, go faster. They're absolutely it going could go faster. They had trains and stuff, like right? They were like... They were definitely trains in 1908, yeah. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Trains were so, way faster, too. Yeah, I think that they, but I think, like, you know, they were moving, so... Right, but trains need a track, so that's, like, a whole thing. Right, yeah. Yeah, my point is, like, they, like, had a concept for, like, this is fast. Like, yeah, things were faster than the car. Yeah. 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 Right, how fast were cars going in, like, Great Gatsby? Pretty fast, right? Like, people would definitely get in car accidents and die in. Right, so, yeah, so maybe it is, like, 30, 35, something like that. I'm going to go 30. I think we might be low. Yeah, I'll I'll say thirty five then, just to oh, be a little bit higher. I think we might be low. Thirty five. Ethan. Oh, uh, Jacob, you should have you should have trusted your gut. 
Top speed was 40 45? to 45 miles an hour. Yeah, 40 to 45. Oh. You were on it. That's disappointing to say the least, but I'm glad that my intuition was correct, even if I wasn't smart enough to listen to it. I think the miles per gallon, though, had to be like seven, though. The miles per Oh, do you? I have that number, too. What do you guys I think? I feel well, like, like it has to be like, so low. They were not efficient. Highway cars. mileage now is what? Like 31 miles per gallon people get? Yeah, like, yeah something like that. On the, like, non-hybrid cars? I just yeah. want to point out that I'm reading this Wikipedia article, and apparently the Model T, the engine, was capable of running on gasoline, kerosene, or ethanol. You could put yeah, anything in your car and it zoom in. They were, yeah, they were just like, burn this. It's going to be a black, billowy smoke. There was no, like, environmental regulations about, like... Like, I'm sure it was toxic, whatever the hell was coming out of there. Now but, you like, can't... There was no... You got like this refined gasoline, now you can't even like fill it up like in a container. It's got to be special. These people a hundred years ago were throwing whatever they could in their car. That's what's right. scary is you never know what's bad for you until a little bit later. And that's why 5G, folks. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. I don't want to obviously. I don't, don't want to perpetuate that. that as a podcast. We don't promote that on the podcast. <laughs> if you think 5G causes anything apart from bad to sell service. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Stop listening now. Dude, the 5th G is for the global. It's coming for all of us, dude. <laughs> um, right. um, yeah, so miles I per gallon? Sid, you yeah. guys want to guess the number for miles per gallon? David said 7, I'll say 10. David, are you sticking okay. with 7? Yeah, I'll stick with 7. Uh, so you're closer, Jacob. It was, uh, according to Wikipedia, 13 to 21. So pr- pretty big range, but... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's like city versus uh I don't think highway <laughs> I know, but like I, I think open country. I think it's kerosene versus ethanol. <laughs> it's like turnpike versus yeah. Um <laughs> That's what the that was the thing on the turnpikes, right? What? That's why they're called that. David? Uh, well, I don't know why they're called turnpikes. I think it's like you would have a pike in the road, like you would have like a big spike, like a big is a um, pike and a spike the same thing, by the way? Because not to like I th- I get on th- a tangent, but I would watch Game of Thrones all the time, and they would use the word interchangeably for putting people's heads on them. And I'm like, maybe that's they're the same thing. Uh. No, a pike. A pike is a weapon. That is like, it has like a shape that like, it, it's basically like a long axe almost. Yeah, so I think they would have that across the road. Like they would technically like you couldn't go, and they would turn it for you. So your car or horse, whatever, could get by. Um, okay. And so, like those roadways became uh, tur- were turnpikes and became like turnpikes. mass turnpikes. Okay. Whatever, uh, I whatever see. Interesting. Yeah. You're so I don't know when that was going on, like when they had to be doing that, but but I think that was, that's where you might be getting better mileage out of the Model T. Yeah, maybe that's you have to stop every time. Pushing, pushing we'll up see. there. I'm not sure. That's crazy. The Model T today has like probably better. Oh, the Model T then has better gas mileage than like some like big trucks and stuff today. Yeah, the Hummer is uh, not loving it. Yeah. Um, do we want to take a quick break? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Those were good numbers, Ethan. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> Uh, did he pee on the bed? 
they did while we were recording earlier. And I sprayed it. Like, we have, like, a spray that we just, like, hit it with, which is, like, a carpet cleaner stuff. Let's just um, get back into this here. Um, if you're if you're just joining us, David, uh, David got two bunnies recently, and they've been uh, peeing around the place. Yeah, so they're actually bunnies naturally litter train themselves. It's a it's a fun fun fact. You basically they just like pick a corner, and that's where they go to the bathroom. But um, while <laughs> they're like they young, your bed. well, right. So the problem is right now they're adorable. They're just jumping around. Um, so the problem is, as they, when they're super young, they don't have great control over their bowels. So while they still pee in the corner, they poop just like as they're walking around. So like they're just walking around and like every other step, they're just leaving poop behind because they poop two to 300 times a day. And so it is everywhere. But it's like these is... like hard grass pellets, basically, like it's not. It's really not gross. You can just like pick it up, throw it out. It's not the end of the world. Um, but also, they're now hitting puberty, which means that they're trying to mark their location. So they're peeing everywhere. Oh, like their dad. territory. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were telling me they're going to tell me they're just getting emotional a lot because that's what happened to me during puberty more than anything else. <laughs> you didn't start peeing to mark your territory. Oh, maybe that was just me. No, that's, I stopped doing that when I hit puberty. I will say these two have the life. We spoil the shit out of them. We just like feed them all the time. We let them run around, do whatever they want. They've got like full zoomies going right now. Um, oh, no. Addy just ate shit trying to come around the corner, hit the tile floor, and just like slid into the door. Um, but the and there's like all these signs of happiness for rabbits because they, they can't make noise. But they typically will, um, they'll like flop onto their side and just like lay out relaxed. That means that they're like carefree and happy. Um, and they've been doing that a lot. They also do what's called binking, which is where they jump straight up in the air, and kick their bottom feet out. It's did you, a, is that something you sent us a video of? Or maybe he was just hopping. I think, I think, uh, I think that was on the Instagram feature. Yeah. Yeah, um, check out uh check out our Instagram page, uh StatRatsPod at StatRatsPod. And uh there are pictures and videos over there of these uh bunnies. It's very cute. Yeah, they are I'm a huge um, fan of them. They're awesome, but right now they are being a bit of a I would love to come see them in person. Yeah. We do have someday, a someday we have a travel soon. pen. We can take them on the road. Road trip to uh to some That's of us. Awesome. Oh, oh. He just um, tried to jump up on the hutch and didn't make it. So we did get a f- kind of fan-submitted question here. So I'll get let I'll just let you guys listen to it. Uh, I'll splice in the actual audio and let me know what, what you think. One second. Okay. Hey, Jacob. It's Andrew and Christy. We were just in the car talking about how the concept of time is so amazing. And then we got to talking about how many time pieces there are in the world in existence as in not as in ever made but as in in existence like every person probably has like how many time pieces a phone the the clock in their car the clock on their walls like all these different time keeping pieces and so we want to know do you think that there's like is the number in the billions or in the or has it crossed a trillion that's what we want to know so over Are under a trillion more than yeah. or equal to a trillion time keeping pieces in the world or less 
So, and yes, you can put this on stats wrap. We actually want you to. <laughs> so, we'll, you don't watch a podcast. You listen. You listen to a podcast. So, we're going to listen to the episode. You can put this voice note on there too if you want to. We love you. Bye. All right. So, I'll splice in the rest there. But um, you guys got the the uh the gist of that so how meant the question that thank you andrew and thank you christy um for submitting that that uh question for us um i did some research on this but my immediate take is it's got to be in the trillions how many watches and clocks at work exist so are we counting like cell phones yeah that was I, my think, first question. I think i mean yeah like if um if andrew's saying like the clock in your car like i think that's that's a computer right, right. like that's right. a phone that's then every single computer is a is a clock basically everything has has time on it and, i mean then it's gotta like, be trillions. almost everything has a computer i feel like in it nowadays right i think and, it's easily the trillions yeah. well and this was the question was all time right this isn't just right now no it, it's anything that exists if like it got broken it's no oh, okay counts. then it doesn't count okay so just right now yes so, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of how many things do I own that tell time, right? Wow, that's a great question, yeah. I have... So I... Go ahead. I have yeah. four watches. I have a cell phone. I have two microwaves. I have an <laughs> oven. I have three computers. My car. So that's 12, and that's just off the top of my head. I think I have other things, like my Switch probably tells time, my Xbox tells time. So that's like 14 just for me personally. Yeah, I have my phone, my TV, the TV downstairs, my Oculus, uh, an iPad mini, two laptops. Like, I think I have two watches that I don't use. I have at least one I don't use. Um, Like, yeah, there's a lot. Um what i think we're underestimating though is the amount of people that don't have like i think the average like yeah maybe you have 14 but the average is probably lower than 14 for like the globe right Um, i think probably but i don't think that much lower i mean i guess the globe yeah for the globe right yeah so if you're thinking about i'm because i'm thinking seven billion people on average how many stuff do people own that's how i'm trying to think of it but they're all of those things of like no person owns like you know like companies there's a lot of cars like just the amount of cars that get made yeah yeah you know what i mean so i did some research here how many this is on a watch forum how many watches are there in the world um according to swissinfo.ch the swiss produce uh, 30 million watches annually and that only forms 2.5 percent of world production so that would mean 1.2 1.2 trillion watches annually produced. Oh wow! So that so is if, definitely trillions. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. If we assume an average cheaper watch will last four years before it dies, and we have 4.8 billion watches, I don't know. I don't know what the math is there. But I did find uh, stats from Statista, Oof. and so this is for luxury watch stats. Um, it's a 91 billion dollar revenue for a watch and jewelry market. Um, luxury watch market value worldwide is almost 7 billion US um, and what was one of, this was interesting the most searched luxury brand watch in the US is I think you can guess Rolex Rolex Rolex. 
82% uh, of Americans know what a Rolex is. Do you want to guess how many Americans own Rolex watches? Like, what percentage? 14. I think it's lower than that. Maybe higher than that? I don't know. I have no idea. I'll stick with I thought, 14. I would think lower as well. It was 22. I, oh, one wow. in five? Almost one in four? Wow. Because I feel like Rolexes are, like, shockingly accessible when you, when you like, if that's the one thing you want. Yeah, right? it's like, like one of those statements where, like, I'm going to buy a Rolex. Yeah. And I think right. a lot of people like that have a Rolex will have multiple, so they'll raise the average. Yeah. Right. You know, like there's definitely a shit ton of people that don't have them. But... It's not like like with cars where it's like people who are like, oh, a Bugatti is awesome, right? Like I couldn't go out and buy a Bugatti tomorrow. I just don't have a hundred thousand dollars lying around. But like if you want to go spend a couple hundred dollars on a Rolex, most people can like find that in the budget. Right. Mm. Actually, yeah, well, I guess having multiple Rolexes don't count unless you're sharing them to your friends or family because right. it's We should set just up a percentage. Rolex share program. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, the shared economy is completely wrecked now. I know, I'm you so can't pissed. Share shit. I'm so pissed. I was so excited about not having, like, not owning a car. I was like, I can just rent one. I can, like, you know, zip car, like, whatever. Now it's just like, no, you can't. No, I'm still all in on uh, public transportation, though. Um, hold on, quick, quick uh, thing here too. So in 2015, so Switzerland produced way less uh, units, like uh, 28 million watches. The value per unit was like $800. In Hong Kong, they produced 270, let's call it 277 million watches. Wow. So they produced way more, but the average value per watch is like $36. Yeah, that's, that's much more normal. So I think that there's a shit ton. I, I think it's easily in the trillions. Yeah, yeah, that is. That's a really so, good question. But yeah, I think it's trillions. It's like if that you, question that the people ask, like, how many chairs are there in the world? It's like, you know, no one knows. Yeah. I feel like the, our original approach to it was probably the wrong way to do it. Because the thing is, for there to be a trillion watches, that means that, like... Each person has to have, like, a thousand things, right? Yeah, yeah. A hundred, I think. No, a thousand, yeah. A thousand, a thousand divided by pieces. seven, though, but divided by seven. Yeah, so yeah, divided by seven, right. So it's like a couple hundred, but still, I don't have a couple hundred watches. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think a business does. Right. Yeah. yeah. And corporations are people, too. We know this. <laughs> yeah, we've established that. So, yeah, the population's actually a little bit higher, if you think about it, because uh, I know a few people that incorporate some LLCs down in Delaware, so. Oh, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of people live in Delaware yeah um but that is a good question david i think you're right yeah that's probably not the right way to go about it but um but i do think it's over a trillion yeah i think once you incorporate one like should like just people don't use and like gets thrown away like easy yeah and then like businesses municipalities like it's a lot of shit that doesn't get used overproduction uh anyone have any in and out so thank you again andrew and christy for that for that uh that uh input but uh ethan david any in and outs this week um i mean i think this is an obvious in for i think for all of us um joey chestnuts uh, i mean was, i posted about it yeah I, I saw you posted about it i was actually going to text you and be like we should post about this because that man is a statistical like I don't know the word, but it's it's tremendous. Like what he can accomplish, he's, he's the greatest athlete. He's the greatest athlete of all time. It's it's just a fact at this point. Who is this guy? 
he's the uh, the competitive eater who is the current like oh. number one competitive eater in the world. And uh, yeah, his event is the July Fourth uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition, and he set the record on July Fourth with seventy five hot dogs in ten minutes, which Jesus, it's incredible, really. That's a lot of uh, So M- Mickey Sudo has been winning for the last few years as well. Um, she broke the woman's world record. Yep. Ethan, do you know how many? You want to guess how many hot dogs she put down? In ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. Hot dogs and buns. This is HBD, the world record. Oh, HDB is uh, what uh, Wikipedia tells me the uh, this unit is called. Um, is it like fifty-five around there? That was pretty it's, close. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, forty-eight point five. Forty-eight. Jeez, yeah. that is a that's a lot. The and I said this, I think, but honestly, the fact that there was no so if you watched it, Ethan, it was so bizarre. Everyone was like in their own like a uh, plexiglass queue, basically, right. except the guy who was behind them yelling, <laughs> and uh, they, it looks like this is what he does. Like this oh is his event. Goodness. So he they have to they all had to everybody else had to wear masks except for the people who were eating, including the guy who was announcing the event. And at one point, he got so caught up in the moment of Joey Chestnut's going for the record that he ripped the mask off and was screaming right behind him. And you saw somebody come up and be like, dude, you have to put your mask back on. <laughs> this like this is serious. He was just like, of course, carried away by like what he was witnessing. I just think if you can eat like I think that it must be, you know, how people are like, oh, the NBA is going to be so weird because the players build off of the crowd's energy. I mean, I think that has to be a thousand times more true for hot dog eating competitions like right you'd have to have a crowd yelling at me to eat a hot dog in order for me to, to for me to eat five hot dogs in a row like within a minute i could not do it under any other circumstance so yeah. like the these people are really pushing their bodies to next three and you and what, the, the really, social, what was uh, pressure what was truly incredible with this performance was that he was at like a 10 dog per minute pace early at on the beginning yeah and at like four or five minutes he slowed down and like just clearly started laboring a little bit because like he had put away 55 60 hot dogs and the last <laughs> 10 were a struggle and like no one was close i think second place got like 40 something like that like he he had it locked up and everyone knew he had it locked up i think his biggest competition didn't make it because of covid um so like he it's kobayashi cool had... still in the game Kobayashi ended up having to have jaw surgery and ended up like, not, like ended his career basically. Oh um, no! Because he can't like unhinge the way he used to. Um, but he has some competition. I don't remember his name. But like, there is somebody who like kind of can push him a little bit, and he wasn't there. So he had like double second place, and he knew he had double second place. But like, he was with. So the way he eats it too is he takes two hot dogs with no buns, jams them down his mouth, like into his mouth, and then goes bun bun. So, like, from 70 to 75, when he had it locked up and he had, like, two minutes to put down those five hot dogs, he pushed himself for really no reason but love of the game. And it was it was awesome. He got to respect the grind when he's seen an athlete yeah. do that. Like, when, when he, put, he put the final two and then the bun-bun to give him 74, which tied the world record, and then he just had to get, like, one and a bun in. And, like, you could tell he was, like really struggling and he just like grabbed it shoved it in and you don't even have to swallow it you just have to get it in your mouth so you like got it's the last one down the gullet time expired incredible incredible wow is there a penalty for throwing up within a certain time afterwards 
I don't yeah, think it's, it's, uh, it's like uh, the Great American Challenge or whatever, Ethan. <laughs> yeah. You know about that? Yeah. There's a penalty. Think... You have to uh, drink a couple more beers. I don't think you have to. Uh, I don't think you have to throw up. I don't think you can throw up during competition, but afterwards. I think that'll ahead. disqualify you, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I, so. I feel like that makes sense, but I don't know. I thought the rule might be you have like to hold it down for like five minutes after you finish as well or something. Yeah. He <laughs> goes out sure. and like. He goes out and like drinks beer afterwards. Like he just like Jesus not this time obviously. Christ. But usually, yeah, he's just like, all right, that was lunch. Now let's go like <laughs> pound twelve beers at the bar. Um, oh my God. this was. Let me see. Can I get fast this? Uh, yes. Um, one thing Hannah was pointing out was uh, Mickey Sudo as well broke the record for the amount of ice cream consumed in six yes. minutes. Want to guess how many pints? No. Oh, David, do you know? I don't know. I, I remember they talked about it on the on the broadcast, but so she consumed. This was a couple of years ago. Sixteen point five pints of ice cream in six minutes, Jesus. and then and I like couldn't drink that in six minutes. Like sixteen pints of anything, and she Brain she breaks. did it for two thousand dollars prize money. Are you know, I I mean. I, I'm not gonna say that I could, I wouldn't do that for two thousand dollars because I physically couldn't do that anyway. <laughs> right. But I think if you gave me like two thousand dollars to eat sixteen pints of ice cream in a day, I would fucking struggle. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think you could do it in a day. I don't. We, so... I don't think I could do it. How much a pint of ice cream is like one Ben and Jerry's? Yeah, I think so. That's one for every hour I'm awake. Assuming we I sleep eight about, hours. We were talking about in our friend group. What do you think your hot dog number is in ten minutes? What do you think you could consume? I think I could consume like twelve. 12? I, I don't think I could get 12. I don't know if I could cross 6. I saw my, yourself, my number was 7. If you like you starve yourself and you're prepared for this competition, you know you're treating this like an athlete, I think I could get I could break double digits, I think. Well, you don't want to starve yourself, right? Yeah, you, you don't, don't want to starve yourself cuz then your stomach shrinks. Your stomach gets smaller, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. See? So you have I, to have that perfect balance. You, of... you know when you're like you're you're really hungry and then you get not hungry again? Yeah, yeah, that's I think it's like that. Yeah. Right, you want to hit that peak hunger. Oh. And then and then hit ten minutes of crushing hot dogs. But like legitimately, I think that I could put away like three in the first minute, and then I would struggle to put four away in the last nine minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, like, I could. I, think, I could. I, think I'm I could probably put down three or four pretty well. And like, if I was in the right frame of mind for it, you know, like right. I've definitely consumed. I I think I could do that. I've done that if I'm drunk and I'm like I just need to eat. Yeah. Right, that's I think I would I would get drunk because I'm not going for seventy. These guys can't get drunk because they have to put seventy down. But I'm trying to just put as many down as possible, and in my eyes, that's when I'm drunk. You think you think you'd hit twelve? Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not doubting you, but that's I, more than one a minute. You guys, you guys are making me doubt my uh my system now because I I thought I was gonna fast. Um, you gotta dip the the dog into the bun in the water and shit too, right? Yeah. Um. One something that Daniel and I talk about uh quite a bit is a challenge. If you if you think you could eat twenty four doubles in twenty four hours, <laughs> um, I think we should try to make that a thing. Can we try to have that happen? I my my big thing with uh, yes, we can definitely do that. Um, my big thing is that uh I think I need to have them whenever I'm having them. They'd have to be warm. they need to be fresh. Yeah, yeah. You can't buy like the twenty four doubles and then eat them like that. Yeah, this not... is like a Trinidadian street food, David. Um, that like people often eat for breakfast. People will eat it like at parties and like they'll be like a doubles vendor there, doubles man selling. Yeah, but and they're very anything. cheap. They're like under one US dollar, and like it's, it's normally for breakfast, you'll have like two or three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no, 
There's no meat. It's like fried, not like a fried doughish type thing. Okay. It's like in, a, in like a curry. Yeah, like curry chickpeas with it. Yeah, if you search doubles Trinidad, it'll come up. Um, yeah, we should but... get that going. Twenty four doubles in twenty four hours. See if we can do it. That's a pretty good challenge. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think that I could do it. I don't think it'll, I'll feel well. Oh, sometimes like I don't know what you. I'll have a when I'm home. Like you have a doubles for breakfast, and like. You need to go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's game over. It hits you so hard. Um, but yeah, and David, to answer, yeah, I'm, I'm in on the hot dog eating competition purely from a stats, and uh, it's incredible that that this is what uh, this is the Fourth of July, right? This is what we're doing. I'm just happy right. that they're bringing sports back. You know what I mean? It's about time. We missed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys saw the cornhole league. Yeah. Was back. I um, did see that um worth i mean it's kind of boring to watch because it's like after you just like we get it you're really good at cornhole like i don't know uh it didn't it didn't grip me that much i don't know if i'm i'm in on watching it casually but like no need to get more invested in it than that i think i'd happily place bets and happily drink and watch it but uh i think it'll get old fast yeah it's it is pretty crazy that they like like when I play cornhole, I don't know, I don't know how much cornhole you guys play. I play it very casually, maybe like twice a year at some point in the summer. Same. Uh, my goal is to get the bag on the board, ideally in the hole. But if it's on the board, I consider that a success. Oh, I don't totally. aim for the hole. Like I, I, I aim for the hole, but it's like really, I'm aiming for the board. Right. We're trying to get it on. If you can get, if you can get a point, you're good. Whereas they have like they are so accurate that they can put it in the hole every single time. Like if you just hand them a bag and say put it in the hole, they'll put it in. But they have different shots which are like, I just saw like a TikTok of this girl who was like, yeah, yeah, I can like go straight in where it doesn't touch anything and just go. Straight I saw the same TikTok. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> said, did I like, send that to you, Daniel? Yeah, you it rolls yeah. over. It's, it's insane. Amazing, really. <laughs> That's how I feel about bowling. It's like. You know, when you watch the pros, it's like, can't you just, like, get a strike every time or a spare every time? You know what I mean? Like, you're that good. Well, at least with that, they, like, they have different oil patterns. So, like, the lane is oiled differently, so the ball slides in different ways. I did not know that. That's insane. You know what? Uh, Probably unpopular opinion here, but uh, golf, it's the same thing as all those other sports. It's not a sport. (laughs) See, it's it's not a it's not a, it's not any more of a sport than cornhole is. I don't know. I've I've played enough golf that I can appreciate how difficult it is. I'm I'm not saying it's not difficult. I'm I'm bad at cornhole too. <laughs> um, I've I've held that opinion before, Jacob. I think the argument is that it's it's not a sport. It's a skill. <laughs> it's a skill. Yeah, right. great, great. But like, let's not let's not. A lot of sports are skills in that way. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I my my thing that like what determines a sport for me is how much interaction there is with the opponent, mm. and I think that that is present in golf. That's present in cornhole. Even uh, I think cornhole is a sport. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know going out there saying it, but uh, I'll don't say crucify it. me. I'll say it. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think how much you interact with your opponents. So if you're playing a sport where like your what your opponent does literally has no bearing on whatever you do, like I feel like okay, maybe that's not a sport, that's a skill. Fair enough, yeah. I think uh I don't know how exactly I would define a sport, but I do think that um 
yeah, I think the skill versus sport thing is is definitely something. Because I mean, like, is shooting a sport? Like, yeah, I don't know. Archery. It's in like, the Olympics. You're not really interacting with your opponent that much. But you're in the. It's in the Olympics, right? It's in the Olympics, but then again, like, is synchronized swimming a sport? It's definitely a skill. Right. Right. And exactly. Base- yeah. Yeah. Baseball is not in the Olympics, but most squash is not in the best. Olympics. True. Yeah. Olympics. In the well, yeah. Baseball's not in the Olympics because they like didn't want to get drug tested. Right. <laughs> Don't because really they do like... too much steroids. Yeah, that's true. Well, and it just isn't a very fun like countrywide competition because America would just crush everybody because they just don't play that sport in most countries. So it's like yeah, it's just like what the U.S. like some islands Japan. most of the in Japan. I think that's it, right? Uh, most of like the Dominican Republic, Cuba, they play it there as well, but just right. like. But then those are like feeder systems that just go into the U.S. Though I feel right. like right. So like, and just financially, they're not going to have the same like training facilities or coaching or like. I mean, it's the same reason the USA wins the most medals and everything. It's just because we have the most money that we just. That's why sports. the that we've been talking about this. The U.S. is so obsessed with the Olympics, because they uh they win right like the yeah. people. People will tell me, like, oh, the U.S. won this Olympics. I'm like, I don't think that it's really a... Com- I don't think all the other countries are counting how many. <laughs> it's really only the U.S. and, like, the U.K., right? And, like, and China, like Russia, I guess. Like China, Russia yeah. and China, yeah. These, like, big like nationalistic like countries. Powers, yeah. The ones who yeah, are the really... Yeah, five or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Where it's, like... Yeah, the smaller countries are going there. Like, Kazakhstan isn't competing for... Yeah, if you're on the U.N. Point. Security Council, you can win the Olympics. But, like, if, <laughs> otherwise, like, it doesn't... No one else cares. <laughs> right. No one cares how many medals your country wants. Exactly. Depends on which summits you get invited to. Um, yeah, true. All right, I'm do we want to call that? Yep. Yeah, I think. That's yeah, we're good. just happy to be there. <laughs> um, all right, thank you for listening, um, Andrew and Christy. Thank you for submitting. Yes, thanks, we'll be guys. back in two weeks' time. Um, oh yeah, and thanks to Pablo. Yes, Pablo. Ethan. Thank you. So. Uh, follow us on instagram at statratspod we'll be back in two weeks subscribe you know write us five stars on itunes we haven't uh said that in a while but if you want to go there and do that we'd appreciate um but otherwise yeah i think that's it keep good all right see you guys later